my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely awesome and fantastic day today as we continue to live in this wonderful world that we live in with all these continually ever-changing topics, but yet they always seem to stay the same. Haven't we kind of noticed that? It's kind of the same story over and over. And Dad showed me kind of a, uh, a comedy skit, but it was a kind of a new skit yesterday when he was over here at the office. And I got a kick out of it. And it was interesting what the guy was talking about as kind of just showing us that the same thing plays out every single time, just in a different way on the media. But yet so many people continue to believe the lie. And I'm still continually trying to get more information now about the FDA's court-mandated release of you know 55,000 pages a month of their vaccine review. As you know, they started to release on Tuesday afternoon to release a massive trove of hundreds of thousands of documents related to the Pfizer injection. They must release 55,000 a month. And apparently I've, I've been trying to read some articles because nobody can really make make figure out what's going on because what they basically did was – they just basically downloaded raw data, compiled it, scrambled it, and then basically sent it off now. They're intentionally making it a cluster bomb, so it's virtually impossible to read it without going through and having somebody that can decipher everything and actually organize what's happening, which, by the way, we didn't expect the FDA to do anything different than this. They don't want anybody figuring this out. So once you get some heavy hitters on this, it's going to take a while. But once they start looking at it, they're going to figure out very quickly, in my opinion, I think what we all have is that that was an incredibly manipulated, demented vaccine production test, and they wanted to see exactly what they could get. Remember, I already talked to you guys about the article from the expose a month and a half ago where they had specific batches that were contributing to like 90% of all deaths and severe side effects. Certain batches had like virtually no side effects, like one or two reports out of an entire batch of like 5,000 people getting injected, like hardly any. Other batches with like 80 and 90% of every single person that got it either had a severe side effect or in a lot of them they died. That shows you right there that there's something not consistent at all about what they're continuing to put out. And as I've said repeatedly, I personally believe, in my opinion, this entire rollout was a giant experiment to not only see how they could get people to respond and react and how much they would accept, but also to see what this would do on a massive global scale with billions of participants in this injection realm. That's what I personally think. And so we're starting to see some of the stuff come out about this. But again, we'll continue to monitor it and watch it and stay on top of it. And also, too, I see more and more as people are continually telling everybody, essentially, you have to pick a side in this conflict. And my answer is absolutely not. I personally don't care about either countries. Ukraine's not my problem, nor is Russia's my problem. The problem is it's being made our problem because the entire mainstream narrative is telling us it's our problem. So now you have the useful idiots on TV, on the media, that are now telling everybody what to think. A lot of people didn't even realize, and they've quietly ignored the fact, that the U.S. Embassy website has recently now removed all evidence of bioweapons labs in Ukraine. These biolabs were all funded and jointly operated by the DOD. The laboratory documents were public knowledge up until February 25th. These documents include important construction, financing, permit details for bioweapon laboratories in Ukraine. But now the U.S. government has scrubbed all of it. 
This comes at a time when the world population is waking up to the reality of -of gain-of-function bioweapon research, lab leaks, predatory vaccine development, and diagnostic development. For years now, Russia has accused the U.S. of developing bioweapons near its borders. That's a fact. That has been going on for years now. Putin has said that, and he said he did not like it. Now, what's interesting about this, the narrative that we keep seeing and we keep hearing about Russia's unprovoked development in Ukraine and how they're targeting civilians. And we hear the hoorah-rah war speech, the way you all need to go back to war again. But what's interesting, what if the Russians are there to take over these labs and destroy them or gather research on them? What if Russia is not conducting just an imperialist invasive you know, engagement of Ukraine? What if there's something way more methodical to what's happening? What if Russia is instead in targeting a giant indicate international crime syndicate involved in bioweapons lab manufacturing and a host of other wishly crime. I don't know. I'm just throwing the question out there. All I know is this is a fact. The documents have been recorded and troved online because essentially the U.S. Embassy has deleted them now. The U.S. DOD funded at minimum 15 bioweapon labs in Ukraine. Eight of them are operated exclusively by and for the United States. Now, you got to ask yourself a million-dollar question. Why is the U.S. operating bioweapons labs in a country that it's not part of NATO, that's not any type of pact or deal with the United States that we know of, but essentially we're funding and operating 15 bioweapons labs in Ukraine? The DOD facilitated the permit process to allow Ukrainian scientists to work in all of their labs with pathogens of pandemic potential. Up until February 25th, the existence and details of these bioweapons labs was actually public knowledge. Most people never dug deep. The U.S. Embassy has previously disclosed the locations and details of these laboratories in a series of PDF files. On February 26th, the entire official embassy website shut down all links to all 15 bioweapon laboratories. All the documents associated have been removed from the Internet. They have been archived online, though, on different sites that you can pull up. So you got to ask yourself the million-dollar question. Why all of a sudden is this not wanting to be seen? Why do we have 15 bioweapon labs that we're funding in a country that's smaller than Texas? Think about that for a second. Would anybody else find it highly unusual if, say, Russia had 15 bioweapon labs that they completely and totally funded and operated in Texas, even though Ukraine's smaller than Texas? It's like 85% the size of Texas. Anybody else find that slightly weird? Russia's got 15 bioweapon labs they paid for and are operating in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, everybody would find that extremely odd and probably very, very sinister. But yet the United States is doing it, and all of a sudden, oh, we need to make sure we protect the Ukrainian people. There are a lot of people over there that are having a really bad time. A lot of civilians are caught in this crossfire. I'm not negating that at all. And my hearts and prayers go out to the people that are involved in war because war never ends well for civilians. They're the ones that take the brunt of everything. But as we see going on over there, as I've told you before, Ukraine is the third most corrupt country in the entire world, only second to Brazil, only third to Brazil and Colombia. That makes you ask the question, why is the United States so supportive of Ukraine? Oh, well, maybe the 15 bioweapons labs makes a difference. And why is Russia so diametrically opposed to the Ukrainian government? The Ukrainian president, 
who's apparently this big knight in shining armor who's running around with all of his troops. By the way, nobody's seen him in any type of conflict engagement. He gets photo ops in front of you know rubbled buildings while he's wearing perfectly clean body armor and helmets. We have the Miss Ukraine pageant winner, this gorgeous girl online now, in body armor carrying a rifle. Now we find out now from the leaks that came out from the country, it's an airsoft rifle. She's not even carrying a hot weapon. It's a complete and total stage theater. She's not involved in any of it. Then we have the photos of the Ukrainians in a stage photo carrying cardboard AK-47s. What is going on and why are we being told all this stuff that is complete and total lie? Remember the photos that came about in uh, Syria when they said Assad gassed his own people. He gassed his own people. He's putting chemical weapons and chlorine gas on his own people. And there's photos of canisters that didn't detonate that landed on beds through roofs. Then we find out later on it was completely staged. Those were propane tanks. They weren't even anything. Assad never put any type of chemical weapons on his people. The photos and videos, most of them were staged. And a lot of stuff that happened came from an airstrike that ended up hitting a facility accidentally that released basically some type of gas. Oh, yeah, let's not forget about that. Or the continued hoorah, hoorah photos about Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, so we invaded them only to stabilize their own market with our Federal Reserve Bank and then take over all their natural resources. Yeah, let's talk about that. Also, to the fact now that Russia is continuing to put out the fact that they are going and removing all VAT tax on purchases of billion precious metals in Russia. They have now abolished all VAT on purchase of precious metals, a 20% fee. APA Economics reports, quoting Russian media, that the norm will apply to legal relations established on March 1st. Russia's starting to move to gold, guys. They're starting to push everything to a gold standard. Remember Russia and China have been stocking up on gold, buying bullion up left and right from what we've been told allegedly? Well, it's interesting about it. Remember when Gaddafi in Libya planned on his gold-backed currency for Africa? Oh, yeah. We went there and we threw out Gaddafi. Uh, remember when Hussein basically wanted to start selling oil and currencies other than U.S. dollar? Oh, yeah. Two months later, the Iraq war started and they hung him. Oh, yeah. Remember all that? Something else bigger is going on behind the scenes. And then at the same time, we still have this absolute COVID theater going on with this push for people to still get injected with RNA gene therapy and continue – to do some of the most idiotic things like walk around outside by yourself with a mask on while people continue to follow the theater. Wake up, my friends, and understand everybody's being played, and there's something much bigger going on right now, and it's our job to dig down, to find it, expose it, and get the real truth out there. What do you think, Dad? Well, I think all of us have um – left the point of ever being in a gaming mood about any of this stuff anymore. I mean, Scott, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this thing has turned into a complete and total fight for blood and control of the entire planet. And today I'm going to cover a bunch of stuff that I've not really talked about in detail. I'm going to name names, and I'm going to do the best I can from the research that I've acquired to basically tell you guys really what's happening in the Ukraine and who these clowns are. And I don't want to forget about you know Zelensky now. I mean, this man did his own reality show, just like they did with Trump. And if you look at his wife in the picture she has on Wikipedia, she looks like a tranny. Now, whether she is or not, I don't know. I have no idea. Don't care. But the whole thing about it is they already gave us Barack Obama. And then they gave us this tranny wife. And would they give us Zelensky another tranny wife? Now, why, why do I say that about Zelensky? Uh, there's a video that I posted online now. Sharon's already posted on the Instagram account. 
that, and I'm, and I, and I, and I will caution you to not let children see this. I made it through 20 seconds. And then I was about to go puke. It, it was a basically Zelensky and about three or four other guys dressed in leathers, uh, wearing high heels, all homosexuals. And it was a really, it was almost soft porn pornography for queers is what it was. And it was Zelensky dancing. Now, it's just, this is not him dancing with the stars. That he actually danced pretty good on that show. I'll give it Matt over there in Ukraine. But this guy is not a politician. He's an actor. And he's also probably a bisexual, if not gay. Because I can tell you one thing. If you watch this video of him dancing with the other queers, if you're a heterosexual male, you would never be caught dead doing that. I'm just letting you know that. You'd, you'd, so you wouldn't just say no. You'd say H-E double sticks. No, I'm not doing that. And, but this guy did it. And, of course, why would that matter to the people there? Because he's, again, a hardcore, probably Kabbalist Jew who doesn't care because if he's an hermaphrodite, he's closer to their God. So this whole thing with Ukraine and us thinking this is this fantastic nation, and Austin covered it earlier this week, it's like the third most corrupt nation in the world. And, you know, it's run by the neo-Nazis. <laughs> God, you can't even make this stuff up. And, 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 and so we've got to realize that this group is corrupt to the core. And then you have the group of Russians and these other two states on the southern southeast corner of Ukraine that basically don't want to be part of that. They want to be part of Russia again. And, of course, then we're having Russia come in, you know, and say, we don't want you guys to put nukes and bioweapon labs on our borders and become part of NATO and put missiles here. We don't want you doing any of that. It'd be like if suddenly Mexico decided to line up, you know, five miles off the border, a whole group of missiles facing the United States aimed at us. You know, we wouldn't want them to do that either. But of course, we don't care if we open up the borders to Mexico. You know, that, that, that Bush organization now that was started after he was dead and the Koch brothers now are trying to get more and more and more migration in the United States from Central and South America because they're all the same thing. They're all, you know, they're all Masonically Rothschild, international banker-controlled lackeys. They're all being controlled by the same people. And, and we need to understand this, and, and, it's, and it's frustrating. This latest crisis, this America's part in this showdown between Russia and Ukraine, has conveniently followed on the heels of a long-time other crisis, manufactured or otherwise, which have occurred like clockwork in order to keep Americans distracted, deluded, amused, and insulated from the government's steady encroachments on our freedoms, starting with 9-11. Starting with the Kennedy assassination, if you actually want to go back, starting to the Federal Reserve in 1913, starting all the way back in 1861 with Lincoln pretty much wiping out the southern states. This has all been going on now for years and years and centuries, and it's always a banker war. Two years after the COVID-19 shifted the world into a state of global authoritarianism, just as the people's tolerance for heavy-handed mandates seems to have finally worn thin, we are being prepped for the next distraction and the next drain on our economy, the next siphoning off of the final wealth in the United States. Yes, yet policing the globe and waging endless wars abroad isn't making America or the rest of the world any safer. It's certainly not making America great again, and it's undeniably digging the U.S. deeper into debt. War has become a huge money-making venture for the international bankers, Kabbalists, who operate and run the U.S. government and the vast military empire. What most Americans brain are brainwashed into believing is that patriotism, now listen to me, means supporting the war machine 
They fail to recognize that as these ongoing wars have little to do with keeping the country safe and everything to do with popping and propping up our military-industrial complex that continues to dominate, dictate, and shape almost every aspect of our lives, controlled through the international banking houses who own all of these military contractors through State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. That's where we are right now. We are in a military culture in the U.S. engaged in continual warfare. We've been a nation at war most of our existence. We are a nation that makes a living from killing through defense contracts, weapons manufacturing, and endless war. The United States, listen to me, friends, is the number one consumer, exporter, and perpetrator of violence and violent weapons in the world. Seriously, America spends more money on war and our national defense than the combined military budgets of China, Russia, the United Kingdom, Japan, France, Saudi Arabia, India. Germany, Italy, and Brazil, America polices the goal, the entire planet. We have 800 military bases and troops stationed in 160 countries. Moreover, the war hawks have turned the American homeland into a quasi-battlefield with military gear, weapons, and tactics. In turn, domestic police forces have become roving extensions of the military, a standing army. The American empire, with its endless wars waged by the U.S. military Service people who have been reduced to little more than guns for hire and mercenaries, outsourced, stretched too thin, and deployed to far-flung places of the police of the globe, it's approaching a breaking point. Now, this was an article by Whitehead. It was excellent, and I've added some things to it. But, guys, listen to me. You know, this 800 military bases around the world, those are lily pad bases. Our military can run drugs through the Air Force all over the world using these 800 pads. These military bases, they don't have to go through customs. They just land their giant C-130 transport planes and bring and move heroin and drugs and human trafficking and whatever else they want to do all over the world with absolutely no customs declarations. And we need to understand that. This group is involved, like I mentioned yesterday, in the $1.5 trillion of opiates that are being pushed all over the world every single year basically enslaving the entire higher population of the planet what they're trying to do become drug addicts to be make them easier to control and this is the group that uses those trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars over the years to control us and stage all of these wars this is the same group that basically is running this mess in afghanistan or was running the mess in afghanistan and by the way we still have a crap load of private contractors in afghanistan to manage those poppy fields because now what we're finding is that these Afghan contractors are much better at maintaining peace over there because they're not having to worry about United Nations regulations and the Geneva Treaty. Just thought I'd mention that. They just kill people at will and get away with it and not have to be charged with war crimes. I met a man a few years ago up in North Carolina, and I've told you the story. I gave you his name back then. I won't do that again. And he was driving a brand-new GT40 or whatever that car is that Ford made for six or $700,000. And he was a military contractor and helped start some of the large military groups that went into Afghanistan and all over the world. And he personally told me that the Air Force was running the drugs out of Afghanistan, working with the CIA. Now, guys, I don't know what else to tell you. Watch that movie America made with Tom Cruise. He tells you the exact same thing. And what we realize is that this whole thing with Ukraine is a giant psychop with what they're telling us. Something else is going on over there. We've got this guy who's basically as, as, as gay or as bisexual as you can get, who's a complete and total actor, who basically does this queer video that he does with his other people. 
And we need to understand that he started, again, I mentioned at the beginning of the week, he started in the hit TV series, Servant of the People, where he played the role of a high school teacher in his 30s who won the presidential election after a viral video showed him acting and ranting against government corruption in the Ukraine. The series, which ran from October to 20, 2015 to March 2019, will soon be airing on the British Channel 4. The political party, Servant of the People, named after the show, was founded in March 2018 by Zelensky and the members of his production company, who were all being controlled by the international Kabbalist Luciferians through the bankers. In March 2019, Zelensky told Der Spiegel magazine in Germany that he went into politics to restore the trust in politicians and that he wanted to bring professional, decent people to power who like to run around in black leather with a bunch of queers and do a bunch of weird dances acting a bunch of porn videos. But I'm adding that. just want to add that. It sounds like it came straight from the World Economic Forum Young Global Leaders Program. Oh, by the way, it did. Zelensky graduated in 2000. In July 2019, Zelensky tweeted a picture of himself with Justin Trudeau and credited the Canadian prime minister for inspiring him to get into politics. Zelensky led an incredible brief and successful presidential campaign, mostly on social media, to decisively unseat incumbent Ukrainian President Petro Porensky. It was completely and totally a fraud election. He was sworn in on May the 2nd, 2019. Zelensky is backed by the CIA. I'll go into more of that in a moment, which is controlled for the international Kabbalist Luciferians, the globalist banking cartel, and numerous Ukrainian oligarchs, and the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion. Lezinsky and Azov Battalion's key backer is the infamous Ukrainian oligarch Ihor Kolominsky. This so in spite of the fact that both Lezinsky and Kamalsky are probably Kabbalist Jews. We know they're Jewish. They're probably Kabbalist Luciferians. They're probably Satanists. Zelensky and Kamalsky, the names appear prominently in both the Panama Papers and the Pandora Papers. And what we need to realize is that we have given control of the government of the United States by voting these corrupt politicians in and through basically corrupt voting machines – We've allowed ourselves to blame shift to say it's the Republicans or the Democrats' fault. The government then gives control to the military. The military gives control to the intelligence community, who gives control to the intel to the black magicians. The CIA is a satanic organization, and as, and it answers to black magicians. They have witches on payroll in the CIA, and these black magicians they give this control over to Lucifer and to demons who are crawling the the quantum AI computer systems, trying to create a one world government in which Lucifer himself from another dimension can control everybody's thoughts and minds, just like it says in Genesis chapter 6. This is the group that's working with these Kabbalists to do this. And we need to make sure we always keep this on our minds so we know what's going on. On February 23rd, Ila Kava, a member of the Ukrainian parliament from the Opposition Platform for Life party, posted on his telegram that Zelensky has accumulated just the last couple of years more than 1.2 billion U.S. dollars during the first two and a half years of his presidency, and is stored in multiple accounts at Dresdner Bank in La Micarica in Costa Rica, saying that regular replenishment is in tran tran tranches of 12 to 35 million comes through various channels controlled through the international banking cartels. Every president and his team after his tenure walked away as dollar billionaires, and Zelensky, for all of his inferiority, was no exception. Just in this case, no one was letting him walk away with Russia. Kiva says that the movement of such funds would be impossible with the, ascent, with the ascent of the German and French authorities and the vows to prosecute Lezinsky. So in other words, they said if you start prosecuting him, they can no longer move all the money to pay him all the stuff. 
They said that he bought a villa in Miami for $34 million and well as several assets of jewelry for millions of dollars. And we need to realize that this is the group that is controlling him. People think that Hunter Biden is just a crackhead, but he was monumentally involved in the Iran nuclear deal and in laundering the oil that was stolen by the U.S. from Libya and Syria and given to ISIS. On Jeff Prather's podcast past Tuesday, basically Jeff confirmed with the Defense Threat Reduction Agency that they've been working with Ukraine in 11 different biolabs like Austin talked about earlier today. There's a big active bioweapons program, according to Jeff, in the Ukraine, and basically they're working with hemorrhagic fever bioweapon that's been basically given to a bunch of troops and soldiers over there to see if they can basically survive it and what's going to happen to them. Supposedly, it's a program of over 4,000 people, soldiers and sailors in the Ukraine that have been given this injection. This group continues to say, this show, that a company called Black & Vetch, V-E-A-T-C-H, is the contractor, and it's Black & Vetch Contracts, the signatures and the name, that's where the currently this investigation is taking place. And it goes on. Les Parnas, as some may recall, was the star witness, the guy who's involved in this, of Adam Schiff's fake impeachment of Donald Trump. Wait a minute. So all these guys have basically been trained and have been doing all of this stuff. Now, I'm going to go ahead and post this entire article on Health Masters. You guys can read through all of this stuff because it goes on to names and dates and places. Now, whether or not all of this is accurate, I don't know. Is it probably accurate? Probably yes, as best as we can figure out at this point. But, guys, listen to me. All of this stuff never, ever ends. Why? Because we have given control of the military to the intelligence community, and the intelligence community is working with the CIA, who is the CIA, and MI6 and Mossad, and they're working with these international Kabbalist, Luciferian overlords, if you want to call them that, that run the planet through Satanism, who basically child traffic all of these millions of children every year, who sacrifice these millions of children every year, either through abortion or through straight-out sacrifice of their six satanic rituals. You know, Austin yesterday was talking about what was going on, you know, you know, in South America and with the Aztecs and with the Incas and how they would sacrifice people and basically cut their heads off, throw their corpses down the pyramid. The people at the bottom of the doggone pyramids would skin the corpse and then the priest would put on the skin like he was wearing a suit and run around doing more weird stuff. And they would start eating and doing cannibalism. This is how sick it gets. And the reason this happened is, if you want to go back with the history, and I've covered this before, is Quetzalcoatl, the winged serpent god, supposedly, according to their own history, came to them, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand years ago, whatever the numbers were, I can't remember at this point, and told them that he would give them advanced mathematics and all this other information to work with the stars and determine all the things they were doing if they but did one thing for him, and that was to sacrifice their children to him. His name's Quetzalcoatl. That's the name of the god that came over, which is the same thing as Lucifer or Einstein or whatever. It's always the same group that's controlled via the interdimensional entities and demons. And not only did he affect the people in those parts of the world, all over Europe he affected the people, and in the United States he affected the people, and in the Middle East he affected the people with the ancient Canaanite religions. This is the group that runs the planet. Now, we've talked about this so many times. I know I've covered a lot of stuff with you guys this morning. I don't normally go into that type of micro detail, but I want to quote this guy in this one showing what he was saying, and it's probably true. But the reality is, is this. You know, we've got to understand something. Now, listen to me for a second. The world completely ignores Christianity. It does. The, the, the Kabbalist Luciferian sect 
of Satanists basically run the planet, who run the media, they have basically forced us to discount Christianity to the point that they don't even consider it to be influential whatsoever in the current culture. Hollywood is the biggest current culture derivative. We've got all of these kids that are wrapped up now in Hollywood. They're all wrapped up in who Brad Pitt's with or who Madonna's with and, and Katy Perry's with. And, this, and the list goes on and on. Taylor Swift. It goes on and on and on. Miley Cyrus. They're all caught up in all these weirdos who are almost invariably Kabbalist Luciferians who practice the ancient art from the Zohar. This is the group that is influencing our children. The world should be scared of a Christian church, a church Christian church that's unified because of the power that we have through the cross. But they don't. They used to be. They used to be scared. They used to be scared, oh, my gosh, the Christians are going to get together and stop this. I remember years ago when Jerry Falwell, and I know he had his own set of warts. I got that, okay? And his son's a nightmare. But Jerry Falwell with the Christian majority basically boycotted Disney World. And, and I'm, I remember Michael Eisner coming on and saying, can you guys please lift the boycott? It's really affecting our attendance and our revenue. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Now there's nothing that affects the attendance of Disney World anymore. And, you know, and of course, Liberty University was taken to the depths of hell with Jerry Falwell Jr. with his open marriage. And we see all of this stuff and we realize that they attack certain people when they don't continue to do the proper narrative. Jerry Falwell came out with two videos. One was called the Clinton Chronicle Chronicles, the Clinton Chronicles, and the other one was the Clinton Circle of Power. And he said when Hillary was running for president years ago that nobody, no matter what, it was going to be ABC, anybody but Clinton. He was dead shortly after he made that statement. And we need to realize, was he killed? I don't know. But he was dead shortly after he made that statement. Because the Clinton body count is legendary, but nothing ever happens to her because she's basically a Sabbatean witch who had her own coven in L.A., according to Larry Nichols, and she used to go out there every six weeks to be part of the coven and do the satanic rituals. What the heck was Nancy Pelosi doing the other day after Joel Biden said something horrible and she gets up and starts rubbing her knuckles together like I'm some kind of sick weirdo? Was she also a witch? Is she a witch? Was she doing some type of spell behind him? I don't know, but it's, it's crazy. We have so much authority as Christians, and if you listen to my shows on the Blood Covenant, you understand that. Through prayer, we can change the world. But the problem is, the brown shirts are upon us. The Kabbalists are upon us. The Luciferians are upon us. And they're trying to bring death to the Christians, because they don't want you to understand who you are. That's why they brought us the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it weirdos in the pulpit, who've completely emasculated Christianity. If they bring you death in the form of a needle, okay, or basically forcing you to tick sides, they're forcing you to re re realize that the battle lines have been drawn. And, they, and, they, and basically, they're using the vaccines and these wars and the financial problems that are causing all over the world as the divider, just like the first civil war. They're doing the masks as that. Some unbelievably stupid woman was criticizing the governor Santos on video. I saw it today because her son was told to take his mask off at a press conference that DeSantis was having. DeSantis told him to take his mask off. He didn't do it. He kept it on or took it off or whatever he did. And the mother's sitting there yelling and screaming by the fact that her son was told to take the mask off while her son stands behind her, and the mother has no mask on. I'm not even making this up. The mother's ranting and raving with no mask on, forcing her son to wear a mask standing behind her. I mean, just when I thought stupid had no bottom, I see her. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and we need to understand that we're basically being forced to basically 
lose our Christianity because the church has become woke, this COVID vaccination, accepting of it in the church and the wearing of masks in the church have basically handicapped the church even further. They, the real church, you know, is so powerful. But this perverted church, this church we have now, this name it, plavic, grab it group, they stopped preaching Christ, Christ crucified, Christ resurrected, and repentance a long time ago. This group is steeped in sin with no visible repentance whatsoever. You see that with Jerry Falwell Jr. The Bible says, let your yes be yes and your nay be nay. You know, we shouldn't have any forced vaccines. We shouldn't be forced to accept gays or forced to accept transgenders. We shouldn't be forced to go into quarantine camps or re-education camps. The answer is going to be no. If they show up at your house and they say, we've got a question for you, the answer is no. Get a warrant. Go away. It's just no. The answer is always no. It's yes and amen in Jesus. You know, so sometimes, and I hate to say this, sometimes I feel that you guys, you know, our listeners, that we have more in common with these patriots that are non-Christians who are real patriots and real wanting to help the United States come back to what it was to use than this compromised church, which is telling you just to go along to get along. And that's sad, isn't it, that I feel that way. But then there are Christians who are patriots like me in Austin who believe in the lordship of Jesus Christ, who understand that we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb and that we have to stand firm in the things of Christ, including standing our ground, like it says in Ephesians. You know, the Bible tells us, when you, look at, when you look at these masks and you look at this food they're giving us and the tricyclic antidepressants and all the other things they've given us to destroy us, that if you destroy God's temple, that he'll destroy you. You know, Klaus Schwab, basically, he basically wants to be our new creator. You know, my response to Klaus Schwab is you're a sick weirdo and you wear, you wear really weird clothes and I will not, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I'll have nothing to do with you. I won't accept you stinking weirdos. He's probably another gay transgender weirdo on top of everything else. The guy's a sicko. Look at him. Look at how he talks. He's so effeminate. It's nauseating. But yet we're supposed to follow this guy into the new world order through the international banking cartels. I don't think so. You know, these knee bending beta males with their zero authority over themselves or basically their family, think that they should just go along and listen to these guys from all over the world. I'm not just picking on the people here in the United States. Jesus was not a beta male. Remember that. In Revelation 19, it says that he treads the winepress of the breath of God Almighty. You know, and here's the thing. You know, we've got to understand that we have got to continue to grow this podcast Someone said to me yesterday, well, when are you going to retire? I mean, why are you doing all this? And I'm like, because God's called me to do it. I I, I don't have a choice at this point in my life. I've got to do what I feel the Holy Spirit and what God Almighty wants me to do. That's why we're doing this podcast. Where else have you heard what I've said today on this show or what also said on this show on any other podcast that you've listened to? We incorporate Christianity is the primary emphasis on this podcast. We always do. We talk about the ancient Canaanite religions all of the time and who runs the planet through the international banking cartels, through the synagogue of Satan. Very few people want to talk about any of this stuff. Guys, listen to me. You know, you've got to realize that if the scripture tells you to do one thing, but your traditions tell you to do something else, you got to do what the Bible says. The word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, we have to understand that we have to listen to what the Word of God says, and we have to embrace the Word of God. 
This is the narrow path that he's called us to. Understand that. I, I, here's what I got to say. I am not going to adapt my beliefs to feel good and to be woke. I'm not going to do that. I'm staying with the word of God. I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do to the best of my ability. You know, if there's a problem, you have to take action. You have to do something. You've got to go to your school board meetings. You've got to go to your county board meetings. You've got to go to your city board meetings. You've got to drag your limp-wristed pastor, if you have one. I hope you got a good one. Dennis is a real man. And take him to the meeting and say, we don't want critical race theory taught. Biden now is criticizing Texas for basically questioning parents who are trying to force transgender drugs on little children. And Biden is saying that it's awful that they're questioning this little child's ability to want to be a boy or a girl or changing their sex. Biden is a sicko. He's a pervert. He's a sniffing weirdo who reads a script. That's all he is. He's not in charge of this country. There's no way he's in charge of the country. He's too senile. He's reading a script, just like Obama did, just like Trump did the last two years. I think the first couple of years, Trump actually tried to do something. First, last couple of years, it was a joke, just like George W. did, just like Clinton did, just like George H. did. Remember George H. with his big speech bringing in the New World Order and a thousand points of lights and all the crazy crap he said? That was George H. That's the head guy who basically used to work for the CIA, who a lot of people believe were directly was directly involved in the assassination of President Kennedy. And then we had Ronald Reagan, who was a good guy, and he really hated communism. But after he got shot some 30 days into his presidency, they kept him drugged up. And George, George H. ran the White House pretty much for the whole eight years while Ronald Reagan slept. I mean, this is this is the group. The last real president we had that was active and engaged was John F. Kennedy. And what was his reward? He had his head blown off. Oh, yeah, that's what they did to him. And he did it on national, international TV so everybody could see it. And so they still play their reruns over and over and over him being shot in that limousine with the top down. Guys, listen to me. That's the same group that started World War One, World War Two, the Korean War. <laughs> the war on terror, the war on cancer, the Vietnam War, the Civil War, on and on and on. It's the, always the same group. And when we understand that and we see it and we realize the only chance we have against them is the cross of Jesus Christ and the power of the prayer that we have in God through God now through the blood covenant we have with Jesus, it changes everything. Stand your ground, my friends. Stand your ground. Stay true to the word of God. Listen to what he does. Read your Bible every single day. Pray. I prayed again for you guys this morning. I pray for, I try my best 99% of the time to pray for you guys every single day. I love you guys. But listen to me, friends. We've got to tell the truth about what's happening. Ukraine was not a good country. It was not. And now you say, well, you're standing with Putin. I'm not standing with anybody. I'm saying stay the heck out of Ukraine and let these guys sort it out themselves and don't drag more American troops over there and don't put us into a world war. That's what I'm saying. What do you think, Austin? What are you saying? Uh, 100% agree. I've already had numerous discussions with people, and a lot of people, you know, they've been so brainwashed into thinking that they have to listen to whatever they're told. They have to pick a specific narrative to follow that's on TV. They can't have any outside-of-the-box critical thinking. That's to be honest with you, that's the problem that's happened to a lot of people. And I've been shocked how many people that absolutely did not trust the media and believe that COVID was turning into a complete and total hoax and called out CNN. All of a sudden now basically we have to stand with Ukraine. Everybody needs to put support in for Ukraine. Dude, 
that's not our problem. Neither is Russia unless they start coming over here. The fact that we're doing all these things to intentionally drive the price of oil up, to intentionally pry, you know, the energy sector up, while at the same time, and I talked to a buddy last night. I told him in detail. I said, we absolutely have to get with the Texas senators and governor and the same in North Dakota about pass, passing some basically state laws that are going to abandon the federal government restrictions on fracking and pipeline and fuel. This is now the time that we're going to have to start separating from the U.S. government's unbelievable amount of idiotic behavior. This is going to start turning into a serious problem. Most people don't understand what happens when fuel goes to seven, eight, nine, ten dollars a gallon this quickly. Guys, fuel's already up 68% in three months. Every single thing you buy, you use, you consume, you do, you go involves fuel. Right? Wrong? Your opinion? Doesn't matter. It's the very basis, the bedrock of the industrial revolution that brought us to where we are now in such success and large buildings and success with businesses and success with infrastructure is due based to fuel. Right or wrong, don't care. It's a fact. And all of a sudden now trying to pretend that the fuel's going up because we, we, we have this war in Russia. Is that a factor? Absolutely. Is it also a factor that bumbling buffoon was told to write executive orders to stop basically all American independence with oil? Oh, yeah, he did that right when he got into office, if you guys remember. It's like one of his first executive orders. Now, why would you do that? Why would you go in and make sure that you're going to have to continue keep buying fuel from other countries when you have tons of it in reserves and you have tons of it underground and Texas and North Dakota have huge reserves of it? Hmm? Why would you do that? Well, because you're going to drive people the price up so high nobody can use it and drive people into the electric market. They're not going to ban vehicles. They're not just going to outright ban cars and ban trucks. Internal combustion engines are not going to do it. They're just going to drive the market so high nobody can be able to actually pay for it. What happens when these governors of these states that basically are refusing to stand up and refusing to say no to the U.S. government and the EPA? Remember, Texas is kind of like their own little country over there. they got their own power grid. I have no idea why the people over there have not stood up and basically tried to demand that the energy sector continues to remain independent and stops following the moronic government. Because we don't have a government right now. We have a tyrannical group that is basically dictating laws. People have no idea what's about to happen if we hit two or $300 a barrel, and it's $15 a gallon to fill up a truck. Remember, those semi-trucks run 100, 150-gallon fuel cells on them. What's going to happen when it's two, $3,000 a week to fill up the semi-truck just so we can get supplies to the grocery store locally? You think stuff's expensive? Wait till a gallon of milk costs $10, $15. Wait till a pound of chicken's $15, $20. That's what happens when this allows to occur. We don't have to buy oil from Russia. We don't have to be dependent on Saudi. We can handle our own self in the United States if we're allowed to be independent and self-sufficient. So again, I encourage everybody in those states, because the problem is Florida, Florida's pretty much relying on the rest of the country for fuel. We're peninsula. We're one side away from being an island down here. It's just not a good place as far as with fuel. But again, this is what happens when you start not allowing the people to flourish and capitalism to flourish and allow the energy sector to do what it needs to do. This is what happens when you intentionally base it on other countries, and this is exactly what we're seeing now. Now we have Germany. I saw yesterday. They now have agreed to send 2,700 anti-aircraft missiles to Kiev. They're similar to the U.S. Stinger system called the Strela out of Germany, even though that's a direct violation of what they stand as far as neutrality, which banned any country from shipping German arms in the conflict zones. They're, they're going for it now. 
So we're going to see all these countries continue to back Ukraine, which is an act of war. And we're going to see how long Russia is going to play this game while they continue to try to overthrow the Ukrainian government and the corruption that's over there. Because, again, as I stated before, it's not coincidence that Ukraine has 15 different bioweapons labs that are fully funded by the United States. That's not a coincidence at all, guys. That's not happening anywhere else. And, again, now we're seeing the U.N. in the middle of this. When I talked to you guys about at the beginning of the week, they had their meeting now. Their intergovernment panel on climate change at the beginning of this week, they issued their second three-multi-year report. And U.N.'s Guterres said, our continued reliance on fossil fuels makes the global economy and energy security vulnerable to geopolitical shocks. The human-induced climate change is causing dangerous and widespread disaster. To avoid mounting loss of life, biodiversity, and infrastructure, we're required to adapt to climate change at the same time, making deep, rapid cuts in greenhouse gas emissions. Now, the reason why I can't stand and don't believe a single thing any of these clowns say is because when they go to their meeting in Switzerland, or they go have their giant UN climate meeting, does anybody see any photos of the private airports around those areas? Yeah, I have. They're all over online. They're loaded. G5s, G650s, G700s, Gulf Streams, top-of-the-line 50, 60, 80, 100 million dollar private jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. What do those jets burn? Oh, that's right. They burn jet fuel. Oh, I, I completely forgot about that. I The whole time, I thought there were an electric planes flying around and electric private jets. Problem is, that technology is too difficult to have any type of significant payload in a private jet and run off batteries and electricity. It doesn't work good. Because it can't hold enough weight because the amount of batteries a plane has to carry in order to be fully electric is unbelievably unstable. They've already tried to work on that technology. It's incredibly expensive on top of already being insanely expensive. Try to turn turbines over the electric power like that for hours and hours and hours on end and still have a payload. Imagine that. These guys aren't going to stop flying their jets. They're not going to stop burning their jet fuel. They're going to not stop buying their exotic high-end cars. They're going to continue whatever they want. Because when you print the money and you control the monetary policy, money doesn't really matter to you. They don't care what the price of fuel goes to because it's insignificant. As long as nobody else can buy it, that's all they care about. So again, it's very, very important that we all continue to maintain our own opinions and our own convictions. You're not always going to agree with me. I'm not always going to agree with you, and that's fine. That's the beauty of the United States. That's the beauty of a free country. That's the beauty of a free mind. Being able to make your own decisions. Normalize saying no without needing to over-explain yourself. Somebody says, you support us going in Ukraine? No. Why? Because I don't. Because there's no significant purpose for us to be over there in one of the most corrupt countries in the world. It looks like there's no purpose for us to have 15 bioweapon labs there. If someone's offended by you saying no or offended by your boundaries or offended by your beliefs – that's their problem, not yours. Just like if you don't like something that somebody else is doing, that's your problem. You don't like it. That's what they're doing. Live and let live. Leave me alone. But when you start having groups come at you and start saying, I want to be a cross-dressing pervert and you have to accept me and your children have to learn about it and your children have to accept me, the answers are resounding no every time. If somebody wants to go do something in their house and go have some type of perverted sexual engagement, I really don't care. That is not my problem, nor does my business to be involved in. But when you start bringing that behavior out in public and you start trying to teach our children that perversion and sadistic behavior is okay 
and that everybody needs to be accepted of it and our children need to be tolerant of it and embrace it and hold it and you can't say anything about it at all even if you don't agree with it you have to shut up and take it with a grin um my answer again is going to be absolutely no 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 capital no no and more no's how many no's would you like me to throw at you This is the problem that we've run into now with political correctness, and I ranted and raved about this over a decade ago when Obama started to pull the whole social justice warrior politically correct narrative into the forefront. When one group can act any way they want and they tell you you have to accept it no matter what, and you simply aren't even allowed to have an opinion or disagree, guys – That's not unity. That's not being inclusive. That's simply one group holding over another group and being dictatorial and tyrannical and saying you have to do what we tell you to do and accept it. There is no inclusive to that. There is no normal to that. You have one group trying to dominate another group. That's why I don't go along with the narrative at all, and I've never accepted it, nor will I ever accept it. Everybody has a right to their own opinion, and everybody has the right to say no. Isn't it funny that we're seeing the same groups – Talk about how every life is important in Ukraine, which I agree with that, civilians alike. But then the same people, the same people I've watched rant and rave talk about, well, if these anti-vaxxers don't want to get an RNA experimental injection, well, if they die, it's not our problem. They just all need to die off. They don't want to get the shot that I told them to get. Isn't it funny how the narrative changed that fast? Or you have like morons on that video like Dad talked about, this lady ranting and raving, not wearing a mask, not one single time, demanding how her son has to wear a mask and how he has to wear it to protect her. Well, moron, why don't you wear a mask to protect him? Oh, that's right. Oh, we don't want to talk about that narrative. Oh, well, he's he's young, he's fine, he, he'll be okay if he gets it. I'm older, I can't get it. Okay, then go put a plastic bag over your head and duct tape it around your neck. That'll prevent any virus from getting in along with any oxygen. Apparently, you have absolutely no common sense whatsoever, and the very fact that they actually gave this lady newsworthy section for like three or four minutes to try to smear DeSantis again shows you the level of propaganda and the level of just complete and total clawing at the surface to try to maintain some relevancy of the COVID narrative theater in the marketplace right now and in the media and do everything they can. That's why FEMA came out with the Nuclear guidelines, if there's nuclear fallout and a nuclear blast goes off, if you're huddling in place in a basement with other people, you need to stay six feet away and wear a mask. Are you joking me right now? The whole COVID narrative is over. Just about every single person I know has contracted the crap. And if you didn't, you already got a natural immunity to it. Get over it. They already showed that over 90% of the people that actually died, actually died from it, had multiple comorbidities and numerous health problems, and almost all of them were obese. If, if COVID actually killed them, majority of people didn't die from COVID. They died from rendesivir. They died from treatment that basically were done to them in the hospitals. I personally witnessed it multiple times. It's horrific to see what they've done. Nobody wants to talk about that. Again, my friends, continue to get the truth out there. And if you're in Texas or you're in North Dakota right now, I highly encourage you to do the best you can. I'm even going to try to figure out some more contacts to try to start encouraging these governors and these senators to start passing bills that basically state that the United States is not going to be held hostage by an out-of-control tyrannical government that prevents us from being energy independent. This is completely out of control now, guys. We all have to start getting proactive in this because I'm letting you know right now, if they do what they're going to try to do to us right now and nobody does anything about it on the political level or the governor level in these states, when we have this much oil sitting underneath us, we're going to start seeing everything skyrocket two and 300%. 
Everything's affected by fuel, my friends. Continue to get the truth out there and let other people know what the real truth is. Please, as much as you can. What do you think, Deb? Often we were energy independent a few years ago. We were exporters. I mean, we we have yeah, producing exactly. all the oil we need. I mean, this, this isn't rocket science. We can do it again, and we can do it very quickly. And you know, and Biden. That's like how I always say that. Obama, Biden, Biden. They're the same control group. Uh, they basically they have the ability to tell the manufacturers to start producing more oil and, and give them incentives to do so. And we don't have to have fuel prices through the roof. But remember, every time the gas goes up, you know, Chevron, Exxon, all these big, huge oil companies, they have record profits because not only do they price the increase and they price extra profit in for themselves because they see it as a way to gouge people again, which if you did that, you know, in a hurricane situation here in Florida, you start charging $20 for a gallon of water, you'd be charged for price gouging and they'd arrest you and take you to jail. But these guys don't do it. It's crazy. By the way, the NFL has suspended all <laughs> – this is hard to believe. The NFL suspends all COVID protocols uh, protocols and cites encouraging trends. Isn't that amazing? If they don't want their athletes dropping dead on the, on the field. And also 33% – this is sad – of the children who started school during coronavirus who were forced to wear a mask now are needing intensive reading intervention because they simply can't read. Why? They can't see people's facial expressions when they're reading. They're mumbling through a mask. A lot of our body language is through our facial expressions and our lips moving. You see how your lips move to say the letter A? Well, if you can't see the lips moving on the letter A from your instructor, you don't know what that means or how to form that syllable or that vowel. Guys, it's so important that we get these children free so they're not going to be masked up. And I want to know why the governors who now know – that there is no efficacy whatsoever for children, five, your children five years of age or up being injected, why they're not telling their states don't inject these children anymore, it's not worth it. That's the other question I'm asking, even that to, Dr., to, to Governor DeSantis. Guys, I love you. Have a great weekend. Austin's going to be on Hagman tonight. You guys need to listen to that show. It's going to be a good one. I appreciate you, and thanks for supporting the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Without you guys supporting Health Masters, we wouldn't be here. And I want to thank all of you guys that add an extra 4 or 5 or a dollar or $10 or whatever you want to add to your invoice as a donation to the show. It covers the cost. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Finish it up, Austin. We'll talk to you on Monday. Absolutely. And, again, I continue to just thank all the customers for the same thing. You know, we have a really good customer, Bill, up in Cherry Valley, Illinois. And, I mean, him and his wife are great customers, great supporters. I actually called him up the other day and left him a voicemail because he had sent us a letter in and basically sent some more money to support the show. And I appreciate that from everybody. And if not, like I said, buying your toothpaste your ultimate multiple, that keeps everything running. The production cost and the time and air air, because you guys know I have been 100% diametrically opposed to having any type of commercials on this show, any type of ads, any type of sponsors. I've been involved with sponsors before. I've been involved with investors before. When you start having people pump money into companies and they start telling you what you can do and you can't do and you can go here and you can't go there and you have to do this when you go here, been there and done that, especially in the vehicle market now sometimes it's okay if you're funding something really big and you got pretty cool you know basically advertisers that are working with you but the problem with it is when you start getting into this topic we're talking about this ruffles a lot of feathers and when you're talking about stuff that's not popular that's not cool not hip not trendy that people don't want to talk about that people are not supposed to talk about oh it offends people really fast and one thing that people that are trying to do ads they don't want people getting offended because it's all about getting the most clicks and the most ad revenue. They could care less about the content. 
They could care less about the presentation as far as, you know, if it's true or not. All they want is more ad revenue. Always remember that when you start having sponsors with stuff. Now, some sponsors, if they're aligned with you and they're about the same thing and about the same topics and about freedom and about truth, then that's a different story. But a lot of those are far and few between because there's so many bad actors that are in this environment right now in the alternative media market to simply go in and troll individuals and try to discredit them. We've seen it now numerous times. That's why it's so important. You constantly keep the truth, and you fact-check everything the best you can. I do my best with that. So does Dad. We spend hours researching stuff, trying to verify it, independent people as well when stuff comes out because they do everything they can in the mainstream media and continually lie to try to make it appear that they're the ones telling the truth. In reality, they're the ones that are continuing to lie. So thank you for getting the truth out there, my friends. Thank you for the support of Health Masters. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. On the website, lots of specials and sales going on right now, including the vitamin C caps with antioxidants. We got a big batch in now. You guys voted. It won product of the week. I also, too, I will, I will unfortunately not be on Hagman tonight. He basically is taking off today for some uh, basically some uh, personal stuff. And so I will not be on there, unfortunately. I will be back, though, next week on the show. And I may actually be hosting the show myself or Dan and I may be running the Hagman show next week. Not figuring out, not sure about that yet. But that's going to be a great show as well, as I always try to bring you guys the latest updates on things that are going on. So have an enjoyable night. Have a great night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Be strong. I think we'll go train this weekend pretty hard and get some get some time in, get some trigger time in, because it definitely is that time to get some more uh, you know, training in. So I encourage you to do the same. Thank you again, my friends. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>